mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com I miss that fun intro because that means we are at the point in the program where where we start to get into it and we start to make changes to the basic food plan. Uh, Welcome to the tweak this week where Kim, who is the group manager of the weight loss program, and I break down and talk about the tweak this week, which of course is mindfulness. But first, hi, Kim. Hi, how are you? Hi, good. Um, It's been a while. It's been a while. It is. Been- yeah. So I, um, I think we should introduce you a little bit, maybe for the people to get to know you for all of our new members who may not be familiar with you. Um, this is Kim, everybody. Kim is the manager of our weight loss program. She's been with us for a while, um, started as a program specialist, but before that you were actually, uh, a Livy loser or a member I- yeah. Um, didn't have the easiest of journeys. I always use Kim as examples for people who are frustrated in the beginning of their first program or don't make it past their first or second program. Um, cause that was very much Kim's story, but why don't you tell it? Why don't you give people a little rundown about you? Yes. I represent the quitters of the group <laughs> when I come in. <laughs> it's a badge I wear proudly, but <laughs> I am, I think proof. Even if you've quit and you've given up on yourself, regardless of whether it's on this program or other programs, you can kind of push past that and make it through. So I did. I started my first yeah. few programs um, and I didn't make it past six weeks the first time. I think the second time it was like three weeks. And then the third time, I don't even know if I entered the group. I just bought it and then decided not to show up at all for myself. Um, that I think that you like to point out is that I was actually down something like like nine pounds in the first couple of weeks when I quit the first time and just decided to give up because it wasn't my body and looking back and knowing what I know now from the program and from everyone's experience, I recognize that that was amazing. And what the hell was I thinking in quitting? But when you're in the moment in it, you're not feeling that you're feeling sort of, I think I was still in that helplessness of I've been trying to lose this weight for so long and this isn't going to work for me. Nothing else has. Um, so yeah, that's sort of where I am at and that's where I can kind of sort of offer my route because I do know a hundred percent what everyone is going through because I've been through it. Yeah. I mean, this is what makes, I lost my weight such a long time ago. I, you know, have been maintaining an over a hundred pound loss for 30 something years at this point. And um, obviously I'm here day to day with the group, but I'm also running this company and doing a lot behind the scenes as well. And you are in it every single day with our members and you have your pulse 
on where our members are at and how they're feeling. In fact, Kim and I have touch points regularly. The whole company does. How is everybody doing? How are our members doing? Where are they at? What they need? I mean, this is a constant conversation that you and I are having. So this week uh, is all about mindfulness. So people have been working that basic food plan. Not that there isn't a ton of issues and associations that can pop up with that, but people are so focused on making that change in the first few weeks. And now we're at a point where They've been consistent enough where their body is coming down from the changes that they've made. And now this is almost where like the mind starts going with a lot of it. And hence the mindfulness that we're starting with, with this week. So we're going to get into it. Um, but where, how are people, first, before we do, how are people feeling about this week? Where are they at? Um, I think we get a little bit of a mixed reaction to this week, just because we do have a split of members who are working on sort of multiple rounds of the program and have done this before, True. and we have new members. So yeah. um, addressing the new members first, I think that it's very much, you mentioned it sort of in your live over the last couple of days, like, oh, what is this? Yeah. It's like mindful poo it because they think it's flaky or whatever. It's going to end up being down the road in the program as far as following through and the next steps that we have coming up. Um, Mm -hmm. I think with the returning members, they recognize that they may have done that in the past and they're ready to dig in. And I think some of them, as you said, they might've nailed it in their first round and they're struggling a little bit with their fresh eyes. So they're really wanting to dig into, you know, why myself and they're looking for tips for stopping themselves and thinking about the four questions and continuing to ask them because it's really not just this week that we want to focus on mindfulness. It's actually moving forward from this week. Yeah, that's a good tip because especially when it comes to asking those four mindfulness questions, it's not for just this week. It's moving forward for the rest of the program because you want to be in tune, especially as we start to make changes to the program itself, you know, not just what you were eating, but also when you're eating as well. We're going to, we're going to talk about the tweak next week, later on in the tweak this week conversation, Uh, but next week is downsizing where we actually start to mess with those portions. And so really getting in tune with what eating just enough to feel satisfied feels like to you. And like, what are your body's cues? And it's such a big one because over the last few weeks, people are like, what do you mean eat to satisfaction? What what does that mean? What does that feel like? A lot of people, and they're going to recognize this, are just eating everything on their plate because that has been what they've been trained to do. Or they eat until they physically feel full and the weight of that, right? When you should eat your food and be able to walk away feeling like you haven't eaten food because the food is supposed to be something that you're eating to replenishing, you know, the, the food that you've, your body's already broken down, stored as energy. You're using that energy. It's not meant to have you stop, need a nap after you're done eating for you to like have to take a minute because you ate so much. So that's the norm for a lot of people. So the first thing we can do before we even get into those portions is help people sort of be in tune to their body's cues and really try to understand what eating enough is for them or really trying to understand when they're truly not hungry. And that's where people still need to eat. They're like, well, why do we have to eat those token amounts? Well, because sometimes you're not hungry or you think you're not hungry. And then all of a sudden you start to eat and you are hungry. Um, There's a comment here. Good morning, Gina and Kim. Is it possible that when you finally pick up on your body's cues that they may subside some days because your body's working on something else. Some days I don't hear it as loud or as strong as I do on other days. So 
this is where your hunger levels, and this is again, mindfulness, picking up on the fact that your hunger levels change every day. So one day you might be super hungry and feel like you need to eat all your meals and snacks. And the next day you're not hungry at all. And you feel like you're kind of, you know, having those token amounts of your meals and snacks. And that is normal. Just another reason why, you know, counting calories and eating the same thing every day, calorie wise, doesn't, doesn't really work because you want to actually get in tune with your body's needs. It could be a situation where you're so busy and distracted though, that you're not really paying attention. And we're going to talk a lot of, a lot about this moving forward tips for like making sure you're sitting down and you're, you know, you're, you've created space for sitting down and, and eating your food, you know, enjoying your food, tasting your food, you know, taking a minute where you're not eating and then also on your phone or trying to make a phone call or, you know, have a mil million other things going on. So there could be a few reasons behind one, why, you know, you're more in tune on some days than other days because you're probably distract, distracted. What we also learned from this week too, probably sleep has to do with that too. So if you're not, didn't get a great night's sleep, you're probably, you know, your, your mind is, your brain is a little off. So maybe you're not as in tune to your body's cues. It could also be how you're starting your day. So, you know, I start my day grounding myself, taking my deep breath before I even get out of bed, harmonizing my day, visualizing what my day is going to be like, what's it going to feel like, what kind of day I, I want to have setting intentions. It could be on those days where you set those intentions. You are more in, like mindful, you know, than other days where you just run out of the house and then you're trying to like, you know, start to kind of pull it together and ask those four questions of the moment rather than starting your day off being mindful. I know that was a lot. <laughs> where are we well, at now? So, 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 so the difference is every day and what else are people struggling with? I think maybe part of it is that people are really focusing on how to know if they're feeling full or satisfied and they might not be there yet because they're just starting to figure this out. So it might be a sense of digging in more to the beginning of those four steps of mindful eating and sort of assessing how you're feeling in the moment. And maybe we need to focus a little bit more at start to that because as to what you are going to change from day to day. So putting together those meals the same every single day and then trying to assess when you're satisfied, you want to be thinking about how much you need in the moment that day. So I, I think that might be an area where members are struggling a little bit. Well, it's a lot, especially if you're trying to like show up and assess what's going on, what you need to do today, what's going to happen down the road, right? This is where you don't have to change anything about this is the whole point of the food plan is you don't have to change anything that you're doing this week. You could do the same thing this week that you were doing last week. The only difference is we're being mindful about it. And more often than not, you're probably going to start to notice that when you are aware of how you are feeling while you're eating foods, eventually you're going to be very aware of when you are feeling satisfied. You're probably going to notice that you're feeling satisfied way before you are done eating everything on your plate because what you put on your plate or how much you put on your plate is based out of habit, right? Think about packing your lunch. Like we get into it and people are like, well, I'm not sure how much I should pack for my lunch. Pack what you normally, how did you know what to pack for your lunch before, right? You didn't, you didn't really overthink it. You just thought, okay, I need to put some food in my lunch. So I packed a lunch. The thing is, is you're probably noticing some people are struggling already when you're asking those four questions, there's food left. And what you don't know, some of you, is that you have food waste issues or food scarcity, scarcity issues that will be brought up next week 
when we're downsizing and we are asking you to leave food on your plate, you're probably picking picking up on the fact that you're, whoa, what's happening here? You know, this is what I normally pack. I'm noticing I'm feeling more satisfied, but I'm feeling uncomfortable with the fact that I'm leaving some of my food behind. If that is you, that could signal that you have like some sort of underlying issue with, you know, food waste issues or food scarcity issues or whatnot. So try to just simplify it. Keep everything the same this week that you're doing last week, but just ask those four questions. And then when it comes to portions, we're going to talk about this. They're always what they feel like and never what they look like. So this is about when we say getting in tune to those portions, what does that mean? That means getting in tune when you need more on some days than others. So one day you might need like, you know, one egg and you feel satisfied. And then the next day you're eating three eggs and you're feeling satisfied. So, so it's not, it's like keeping the routine the same, but you don't have to keep the portions or what you're eating the same. Right. So that's where this is going to help you get in tune to that and, and understand, Oh, wow. Even if you pick up on some days, I'm hungrier than others. Some days I want that veg snack. Some days I don't want that veg snack. You still have to eat it and have those token amounts. So there's a lot going on here, but if you really simplify the mindfulness, those four questions are, 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 are making you practice being in tune and making you practice being self-aware before you eat, while you eat, after you eat, and, you know, you know, 15, 20 minutes after. So in, you practice awareness. The cool thing is you end up being aware to everything that you're doing. And you're going to notice, wow, I'm starting to have more energy during the day, but, oh, I'm super tired at night. I'm, I'm noticing this is annoying me. And, you know, this is, I'm really enjoying this. So, so when you start bringing awareness to what you are doing, you bring awareness across the board. And then as we progress and move forward, it kind of makes you more open to all the shit you're going to have to probably work through <laughs> during this program and process. Well, and you're, I'm already seeing members are already starting to make, to notice certain things. There was somebody yesterday in the queue that commented that they always save the best part of their meal for last. And they notice that they're feeling satisfied now, but they haven't eaten that part. So they keep eating because they haven't touched the part they really want to eat yet. And so they flipped it around and ate that first and notice the difference. They we're able to things like that, like pay attention, you know, you're, why are you finishing what's on your plate if you are satisfied? And those are little things that I thought that was amazing that somebody's already become in tune to that in just a matter of, you know, tuneness. Yeah, that's really cool because this is that disconnection that I'm talking about. And this starts at a very young age. Dr. Beverly, she'll talk about how it goes back, you know, you know, just even as you were a baby, you know, as, as parents, we kind of force our babies to drink the whole bottle. So they're tired so that they'll sleep. So you're kind of from a young age taught to overeat essentially. And as, as you know, parents, right, eat everything on your food. There's kids starving, right? You're going to sit there and you're going to eat that broccoli because it's good for you. So you are taught to eat past feeling satisfied because you have to eat everything on your plate that your parents dished out to you. Or you're taught that you have to eat a food because it's good for you. And, you know, like, for example, broccoli, I, I always use as an example, it's hard to digest as adults, let alone when you're a little toddler and you you can't really articulate, well, this food that I'm eating, this broccoli is, 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 is hard on my tummy. And, you know, your, your mommy's saying, eat it, it's good for you, right? So then we learn to disconnect. Then you add dieting on top of that. 
trying not to eat, starving, depriving, all of those things, trying to ignore your body's cues, the first thing that's going we need to do when it comes to sustainable, maintainable weight loss is get you back in tune to your body's needs. So that when you are done losing your weight, not only does it help you along the way, but when you are done losing weight, you're able to sustain and maintain your weight. I want to pull up this. Um, I was just going to say this uh, comment uh, here is the other thing that members are dealing with is that hunger, the fear of being hunger thing. Yeah. So here's one. I'm not worried about leaving food behind. I'm worried about being hungry later and I'm not eating at night, which was a bad habit. And I haven't eaten after dinner since one. And so this is where people are starting to try to control their hunger. You can't control your hunger. You have to be in tune with it. So this is where you have to kind of use that rational brain and be like, okay, I'm eating five, six times a day, nutrient rich foods and eating it to satisfaction. People can eat a lot of food. It doesn't mean that the foods that they are eating is giving their bodies the nutrients that it needs. So you have to just trust that you're giving your body what it needs by eating all those meals and snacks. Then you have to listen to that conversation that we have with Dr. Beverly on the psychology behind sleep and how your brain and your body function wired to your circadian rhythm, where there is no natural need for your body to want you to eat after it gets dark, especially after eating five, six times a day, nutrient-rich foods to satisfaction, right? So what you're dealing with in this situation might be a trigger. Maybe you're, you're worried about being triggered at night because you have a habit of eating at night. So this is where like that deeper level of understanding with this program, it's, it's, it's a big deal because you just can't ignore it. You have to work through those issues and associations. But a lot of people, again, this is a food scarcity thing. You're, you know, or, you know, you're worried that you're not going to have food later. You're going to be able to eat food later. You're going to be hungry later. You can't like eat more and have it last you longer. That's a huge myth that comes from, well, we have a big day today. So make sure you have this huge, massive breakfast. The reality is, is just because you have this huge, massive breakfast doesn't mean it's going to, that energy from that breakfast is going to last you longer. That's the problem. People think, well, the more I eat, the more satisfied I'm going to be for longer. But that's not true because sometimes when you overeat and it causes your body to have to utilize a lot of insulin in order to allocate that food and that energy to where it needs to go, your body, you end up being hungry like right after words because your insulin levels are all jacked up. It's like when you have sugar, you want more sugar. So whether it's sugar or a larger amount of food, the amount of insulin your body is utilizing is the amount of insulin your body is utilizing. So sometimes those larger portions are actually what's causing us and eating more than we need to actually be hungrier afterwards. So this is where it's all about if you're satisfied in the moment, there is no benefit at all in you eating more food. It's not like it's going to give you more energy and your body more likely will just go and store it as fat, right? Um, so that's kind of how that works. So, but this is a real issue. I don't want to just explain it off and just blow it off to you because this is a real issue that people have. So you got that habit going. And so, so even eating dissatisfaction right now, you are feeding the size body you are now. Think about that. And so this is why we have to start focusing on those portions, because if you are eating to satisfaction for the body you are size, you are now, I'm assuming you're here because you want to lose weight, right? So those small little adjustments need to be made. So as you get faith in and you create the habit of not eating at night, that's going to get easier for you 
to get a handle on. And then as you start to understand, you know, your body's needs and the fact that they change every day and get in tune to that, because this is a mind thing that you're dealing with. This isn't a body thing, right? But the more in tune you get with your body, the more you'll, you strengthen that mind body connection, the more you continue to reinforce the habit of not eating at night, eventually it's going to come together and you're going to be, feel more calm about this. That's totally normal. That's, that's totally normal. I am not worried about leaving food behind. I'm worried about being hungry later. That's totally normal. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah. So this is where it gets even more complex. And we're going to cover this in the weeks to come is that the reality is it takes hours for your body to take the food that you eat and break it down, digest it, break it down, then store it as usable energy. So if you eat lunch, I mean, chances are your body is still processing and digesting it two, two hours later, sometimes three hours later, depending on what you eat. And a lot of times that hunger feeling that we have comes from our migrating motor complex kicked in because we've been taught that if our tummy rumbles, we're hungry. When your migrating motor complex is a system that kicks in, that that causes your tummy rumbling. It's like goes in there, make sure food goes to where it needs to go. And so really essentially you know, eating five, six times a day is really not normal because you have this system that kicks in in between your meals and snacks. So no one needs to eat five, six times a day. With that said, there's a rhyme and a reason because of exactly this, people worry that they're not getting enough, especially if they start eating less and, and your body coming off many of you years of not getting enough. And so this is why we're going to eventually phase you off this cadence of eating five, six times a day, right? So it's the way everything comes together, the way you start to work through all these things. So your worries and concerns and stuff like that, we're going to, those are going to pop up through the tweaks that we're making. And you're going to start working through those. That's why this weight loss program is less about what you're eating and when more what's happening up in your brain. Yeah. And I think that just part of this is that we have been spending so much time not listening to our bodies and so many diets in the past have had us ignoring the signals, what this week is really about and what we want to focus on is just those signals. You don't have to be scared. You don't necessarily have to do anything with those signals right now. You're just getting to the point where you're confident that you are hearing your body's signals. Yeah, that's so true. If you are a returning member, double down on this shit, double down, go right in there, maximize your ass off. You know what I mean? Immerse yourself in this. Like it's all brand new, but take everything that you've learned and recognize you have the advantage, 
right? Like what else can you get out of those four questions? What else can you get out of maximizing? What else, you know, if you're new, allow yourself the opportunity to let this be new to you. Yeah. Right. So this, this, this mindfulness asking those four questions, this isn't the only week. And we know some of you are having a hard time even understanding how you're supposed to feel. That's why I use that example of, um, like before you eat, especially that first question, the, the buffet, because if you, if you're at the buffet or, you know, you're, I don't know, I, at a potluck at something at home, you're trying a bit of everything. You do get to a point, I think we can all agree where you just know it's way too much freaking food on your plate. You're like, this is ridiculous. This is way I'm going to eat it, but it's still way more than you need. And that is like your mind body connection, right? That's your, your brain knowing what you've eaten before and your body being like, okay, yeah, this is way too much. We're it's like, almost like we know if we're going to eat this, we're going to feel a certain way. This also happens with alcohol, which I try to avoid talking about because I have my own trigger with alcohol, the good old lemon gin from high school that I can barely say without um if you've ever gotten sick off of anything before just the thought of it is just like oh no like my mouth is already salivating it's just like no we that's our brain remembering and our body be like don't drink that don't have that and so your body's smart so smart like that so it knows what how much you need right eventually when to eat what to eat and how much to eat your your body already knows it's like you dummy i already know this but okay go ahead and try figuring it out uh, that's where we're going with you guys. So you can trust when your body tells you when to eat, what to eat and how much to eat. So, so that's a very similar thing too. That's how strong that mind body connection is and making those associations to food you've eaten before. So that, that you're born with that mind body connection. We just get really disconnected. So if you are stressing because you're not really feeling, you know, everyone's going off in the comments, gin and pink lemonade, peach snaps is my trigger. Mine's yes. vodka. Yeah. You know what I mean? You guys know what I mean? It's the same, it's the same mind body connection that we're working off of. It's that same body, mind body. So here's my biggest tip with the asking the four questions is get out of your head about it and into your belly about it. Right. So for example, you could be driving along and you see a Big Mac sign and you're like, your brain is like Big Mac fun. Yummy. Let's have it. Go into your belly and be like, okay, do I really want to eat a Big Mac? And if I ate a Big Mac, how would I feel? My instant belly ache. Because whenever you ever eaten a Big Mac and felt amazing, now, no disrespect to Big Macs. I love a good Big Mac every now and then. Never felt great really after eating one, if I'm really being honest with myself. So out of your head, it's not something you can think. You're asking almost your body right? And that's where you're looking for that more visceral response of like, okay, yeah, this is going to be too much. Or like, even, even if it comes to like, once the second question, once you start eating, like, so say you were eating your food and I came along and took that plate away from you, right? That's what I mean by how would you feel if you stopped eating now, or you took a few more bites? Like, how would you feel if someone came along right now and took that plate away from you? You'd be like, whoa, wait, I am not done. Or you'd be like, ah, Oh, actually, oh, I'm good. I'm good to go. Right. So, so you have to make these, and that's why I love Rebecca's video that she did with us. You have to make them your own. You know, you have to kind of find a way to connect with these four questions or get in tune with your body in a way that resonates and works for you. So that's sort of my big advice for that is get out of your head and get into your, get into your, get into your belly about it when asking those questions. I think for me, a big piece of advice might be be prepared to to be disappointed because when you recognize that you have had enough, 
it doesn't mean that it's going to be easy for you to walk away still. I still have that sometimes when there's something I'm eating, I know that it's enough and I know I need to stop. Oh, but I have that conversation with yourself. I'm really uncomfortable right now. I want to keep eating this. This is delicious. I've been craving this. I want to have, I do it. I saw somebody mention in the comments that they do it with their nut snack because they love the nuts and they want to keep eating them. I think a lot of people probably can relate to that. That's, I know I don't need anymore, but then how do I stop eating at that point? And again, that's something that you need to work on. That's a great tip. That's a great tip because I'll, I will go out for dinner and then I will notice when I've had enough and then I'm just like, ah, oh, come on. Like, it's so good. Then I will make a conscious choice to go back in and know that I'm going to walk away feeling full. So I'm not berating myself afterwards or the next day. I'm like, that was so yummy. My belly is full. Hashtag worth it. Like that's all the thought I get. And I don't think, oh my God, I've ruined everything. I'm going to be fat. I'm going to gain all this weight. And if I get on the scale the next day, my weight's up and I'm thinking, oh my God. But you're, most people are, who are listening to this right now are not there yet. And so that's where we want to get you. So, so some tips for that would be take it home. If you're at a restaurant, take it home. Take it home put it in your fridge. Maybe you'll eat it the next day for lunch. Maybe you won't, right? Or put it in a takeout container. We will deal with leaving it later. But for now, be I'm not going to have it now, but I'm going to allow myself to have it later. So I'm going to take this food home from the restaurant, put it in my fridge. Maybe I'll have it for lunch. Or I'm going to stop eating my dinner right now. And I'm going to pack it up in a takeout container. And I'm going to, no, sorry, um, Tupperware container. I'm going to put it in my fridge, incorporate it into my meals tomorrow. Right. So, so that just like trying not to eat it because it can feel uncomfortable for people. Cause a lot of people really enjoy food and it's not like you're going to stop enjoying food, but we want to reconnect with food again so that when we do choose to overeat it and overindulge in it, there's not that whole like thing that happens in your brain after you're done. You're just like, that was delicious. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Move it along. Get back at it. Right. So, and right now the reality is like, you have to make changes and get a little uncomfortable in order to reach your goals. But if you do love food, it is about, it's not like you're never going to be able to indulge or eat your favorite food again. In fact, you'll, you'll, you'll enjoy it even more because your taste buds will be more enhanced. You won't have that headspace. You'll know that you can just enjoy it without, without having to lose weight because you would have already lost your weight. So this is all about being able to reconnect and enjoy those yummy bites and bits that come with life, right? So I love that. That's huge. Be prepared to feel ways about not finishing your meals. That's so, that's so super helpful. That's great. All right. I see our Maybe time is almost up. I know. I was just um, looking at the clock too. I mean, I think the other thing we just wanted to touch on was maximizing all the other things that, you know, we're talking about this week, obviously. And with the lives, you go ahead, tell everybody, no, just go listen to the podcast or listen to the lives. Check in. It's been amazing. So maximizing, we're not going to drop the maximizing. You're going to get, you're going to be so tired of hearing me talk about maximizing because I just think it's so exciting. There are so many things that you can, and some of you need to focus on beyond what you are eating and drinking and, you know, any supplements you're taking. Those are just the bare minimum of what you need to do. Those are like the super basic at the very least, follow the food plan, drink your water. If you're taking any supplements, you know, add them in, be consistent taking them. And then there's so much else. And then, you know, sleep, 
we had a really mind-blowing conversation with Dr. Beverly on Tuesday about the psychology behind sleep. More than that, um, what happens when you don't sleep? And, you know, everyone talks about how their sleep is so interrupted for whatever reason, menopause, shift worker, kids, stress, whatever you got going, it really doesn't matter. And Elena gave us some great tips today. Um, so be sure to check that podcast out. But she talked about what's happening in your brain and your body. So first of all, lack of sleep can affect your mood, how you're showing up for yourself, right? Lack of sleep can affect your hormones, especially your hunger hormones, what causes you to be hungry, what causes you to feel full. Lack of sleep can affect how your body is processing the actual foods that you are consuming. And it was a really fabulous conversation. What I thought was just, you know, next level, and I knew this, is that it, this is why the Livy Method is amazing. And I'm going to toot, toot, toot my fucking ass off because the routine, because yes, because it's validation for me, but the routine of what you're doing day to day and all the other things that you're doing and the little bit that you put into managing stress and sleep is a, can be a game changer for people. Stress and sleep too. Those are two big ones. Um, everyone focuses on the food when for a lot of people, it's focusing on getting better sleep because that's when your body repairs and rebuilds and regenerates. That's where your body will process foods better. That's where you'll be in a better mood and more likely to follow through on the things that you need to do. So don't underestimate maximizing. It's so amazing. And if you have not heard that conversation and you think sleep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, invest in time to listen to our guest experts this week. You're, you will have a whole new uh, massive respect and perspective on sleep and stress and how it's affecting your weight loss journey. Um, and being mindful is a big part of that. Being mindful is a big part of that. Yes. All right. Exactly. Um, we are over time, so we don't have any time left, but let's talk about the tweak next week's tweak this week, which is downsizing. Yeah. So man, what do we even want to say? We talked about food waste issues. Fear of being hungry is going to come up. Old diet dialogue. What's the biggest issue? Um, returning members double down, go all in, right? And you may be saying, well, how my portions are already small. How do I do that? Remember, it's not about making your portions smaller and smaller and smaller. It's about being in tune to them and what your body's gotten used to, used to, which we'll talk about more next week. But for our new members who don't know what the heck downsizing even is, what do they need to know about it? Do you think? Um, I think the, the most important thing that they need to know is it's just one of the tweaks that we introduce that has a, a, a entire program. So while we do rise and dig in and try your best, it's not the end all be all for weight loss. So don't put all your eggs in this downsizing basket and expect that you're going to lose your goal weight next week because we're downsizing. That's, I think that's all we need to talk about with downsizing because that's so true. Downsizing, and I say this all the time, is less about eating less. So we are going to be messing with the portions. You're going to eat to satisfaction this week, eating just enough to feel satisfied. Next week, we're going to eat enough that leaves you feeling slightly, slightly unsatisfied. Not starved, not deprived, slightly unsatisfied. Nothing else changes except that you're eating slightly less than what your body's gotten used to this week. And it is really, this is the big one. So listen up. It is less about eating less and more about all the issues and associations that are brought up because this is the one week that people associate that's most like a diet. And we got some issues attached to past dietings, not just physically, mentally with it. There's a lot of triggers going on. There's a lot going on there. And 
you know, it has been brought up to me so many times. Why don't you move this tweak later in the program? I'm like, no, F that. We're going to get right into it. You've been laying the foundation. You've been consistent. You're showing up and being mindful. You are ready for this. And this really brings up a lot of the feels. And so that's probably the, the biggest part of downsizing. So even if you think that you're not doing it right, you're still doing it by attempting to do it. You're still doing it by even thinking about it. And with downsizing, you'll have another opportunity uh, a couple of weeks down the road to do it again. And this is not the be all end all our best tweak, right? And just because we're implementing and eating a little bit less doesn't mean that automatically that scale is going to move. It's in everything that you're doing consistently day in, day out and maximizing because weight loss is based on momentum. So heads up, if your scale starts moving, Next week in week five, it's because of the work that you do this week that gets it, gets it moving. So it's a, it's a fun week. It's a fun week. This, I mean, I hope you're having fun with the whole program. We got to go, you guys. Um, thanks so much for joining us. We really hope that this helps and provides an opportunity to really focus on specifically the tweak this week and have that kind of deeper conversation in a concentrated way where all we're talking about is this, this week. So we're going to do this every Wednesday at 12 PM for each of the tweaks. Even if you're a returning member, I highly suggest, um, that you tune in. Will we need to add less to our portions? Yeah, I'm not, we're not talking about the tweak next week yet this week. That was just a little inside peek focus on this week and really trying to understand what eating just enough means to you and what your body's cues are. That's the focus this week for sure. Um, Kim, any final words? No, just, you know, just do your best, do your best this week and, uh, be proud of all putting into this right now. Yeah. Heck yeah, man. The fact that you're still here, if you're listening to this right now, man, you're going to, you're going to be a success story, Dan. All you got to do is keep showing up. This is where the fun starts. This is where the fun starts. On that note, thanks, Kim. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for joining us. And we'll see you next week for next week's tweet. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.